Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. Welcome citizens to the city for creatives once more. Global Boys, the mayor, high up in the mayor's office, running on nothing but passion and caffeine. Um, a lot of good things are happening as the weather gets a little bit colder. I'm here in Los Angeles. We have something called like light fall, I guess. It's pretty much as cold as it's going to get here. But as everyone else approaches winter, I know there's a little bit of that drive to slow down and to put things off to the year after. Don't do it. You still have about like two months and change to make something happen. If you can, make it a possibility. And like my guest today, making things a possibility is all about Suron Weaver. I'm so glad to share a chat I had with her with you today. Before I do that, housekeeping out the way, newamsdam.com is a website to know more about this show and all the other shows in New Amsterdam Network. You can follow me at Flobito on Instagram and at Flobo Voice on Twitter. The show itself, New Amsterdam Radio, is available also on the socials at New Amsterdam on Instagram and at new underscore Amsterdam on that Twitter. And I was trying to figure out different ways to play around with the messaging on those social medias. So if you have any suggestions, let me know. But I want to be able to give yourself a little bit of variety, a little bit of that spice of life. And uh, well, as the world is coming back, crossing fingers, uh, we're trying to figure out what is next for me as a person and us, us as creatives. For example, before I was a podcaster, I was a stand-up comedian. And that's what I wanted to do. And now that clubs are open, you got to figure out how comfortable I am to press on. So being able to chat with a fellow comedian like Suwan was kind of refreshing to see her take on things and her perspective moving on. So you will enjoy this conversation. I guarantee it. So without any further ado, my chat with Suwan Weaver. Welcome back to the Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. It is I, the mayor of Boys, in the mayor's office. Hanging out with great people, and my guest today is pretty dang great. Well, I don't know if it's from the comedy side or me being in the back of a hot Medusa comedy show, being like, I wish I was up there, but please give it up. <laughs> How you doing? Hi, good to see you. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's nice to be here. Oh, thank you? you so much for being on the show. I'm doing okay too. Like I said, it was a long day, you know, but that's the thing of the creative thing, trying to navigate the different tasks and things that need your attention, you know? <laughs> yes, we gotta, we have to tend to the tasks and then do the creative work too. Let's start with the most important question I have. What was breakfast this morning? Because I'm hungry. Oh gosh. Okay. So, um, <laughs> well, I make, so I live with my mom. I moved in with my mom after my dad passed away. And, no, thank you. And also rent in LA is very expensive. Okay. I don't have to do my bits. <laughs> <laughs> you can, because it's true. That's <laughs> just true. She's saying true. what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I, what I do is I make my mom breakfast pretty much every morning. And um, I make one of two things. This morning I made um, scrambled eggs, sweet potatoes, chicken sausage. I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm just frying up the chicken sausage, but like chicken sausage sounds like I'm, you know, working it with the casing and everything. And it's just, no, it's yeah. from Costco, but still, you know, it's on the table. Yeah. Um, dog is, is crying away. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, with spices and uh and then um i have avocado and a little bit of hot sauce so that is what i make my mom uh, today i made that for her for for both of us and yesterday i made 
oatmeal. And when we do oatmeal, I do steel cut oats and put oh. blueberries and, um, you know, have yogurt and ghee and honey. And I just make it like real nice. <laughs> when you make breakfast, is it time to like think about your day's plans? You come up with ideas and jokes, you sing songs, NPR, what's your vibe? Yeah, I mean, I just kind of make it light and fun. I do think about what I'm doing the rest. Like I, I'm always trying to work over my jokes and kind of you know, because I'm always, it's like, I'm never satisfied with it. Like, I'm oh, always, yeah. you know, like, what can I, how can I flush it out more? Or like this other thing that I want to say that I'm kind of scared to say, or is it going to be too weird or, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. Well, how long have you been doing comedy, if I'm asking? Yeah. Um, well, I, <laughs> I say I've been doing it three and a half years about. Give it up. Thank you. However, I really started about 14 years ago and I was did it two years, but you know, it was a, a start with classes and um I I didn't like I wasn't super grinding at that point. Yeah. And um and I just and then I dropped and I stopped. I just dropped it. I felt like I didn't know myself, which was true, mm -hmm. uh well enough. And I was too shy. And you know, sometimes I still have shyness pop up, but uh, back sure. then I was like I was like, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I'm funny, but don't look over here. Stop. <laughs> yeah, stop looking at me. <laughs> yeah. 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 So what got you back then? What made you go, oh no, I'm, I'm not done here at all? Oh, gosh. Well, this is how I do things is uh, healers tell me to do stuff. And then I go, okay, got it. And then I just do it. <laughs> so this is how I got it. I mean, yeah. So I was um, seeing this healer. He was, it's kind of like chiropractic work, but it's a little different than that. There's like some massage and readings and stuff is happening all at the same time. And this guy was like, you got to start doing comedy again. You got to get back to it. And somehow it just like I, it went in and then as soon as I said, yes, I went and did an open mic and then that was it. Like I just couldn't stop. It was yeah. uh, like, I just felt compelled and I knew I had more to, you know, a lot more. And and what's that been like? Like understanding the return? Cause you walked away you came oh. back. It's like a second lease on life. How's this approach been different than your first approach? Oh, totally different. Um, you know, I maybe because Me Too happened, I think that's like a big part of it, honestly. And there are a lot more women now in the comedy scene than there were at that time, like 2008, something like that, when mm -hmm. I did it. Um, and there's there was just more availability. Like I could go to earlier, like, you know, sometimes for open mics, I was going out at I mean, it was like the only thing I could find was really at nine or 10 o'clock at night. And you know, when you're going to open mics, it's not like they're not all necessarily the best. Yeah. You're not going to go at nine. You might go at one, one thirty, yeah. two 2 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. And some of it is real rough, you know, and it's just, I, I just couldn't, I couldn't deal with it. Yeah. So when you meet people, do you say, hi, I'm a comedian first, or do you do other things as well? What's your, what's your line of slashes? How do you? Yeah, no, I feel like I'm a comedian that's that's who I am. I really am. Um, but I did I did used to design clothing. I did that for I was a clothing designer for over twenty years. <laughs> you and Easy together collabing? Is that what's up? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I wish that'd be nice. Yeah. How um, how was that like though? Being a clothes designer. Um, it sucked. It was terrible. I, I I'm so happy. I mean, 
thank God that it's worked out that I, you know, I'm fine having been laid off, you know, I was laid off during the pandemic and I just, that's just, I just don't ever want to go back to it. It's, I would say it's pretty thankless. I mean, right, right. you know, it wasn't fulfilling. Most of it is about managing. Most of it is about, um, just kind of grinding and I, I didn't feel creative. I didn't feel inspired. And maybe that was about me, but mm-hmm. um, it just was, I just don't have a lot of friends who were in the clothing business who were inspired and thought it was great. Everybody just couldn't wait to get out. Like a lot of my good friends became interior designers. They were real creative people and right. they just, you know, they were like, Oh, that's it. We're done. It's funny you mentioned the pandemic. I felt like it was like the uh, the snap in those Avengers movies. Like everyone had their own experience. It was a collective experience, surely, but everyone had their own experience about what they're worth, their purpose in life, and things of that nature. What was it like for you when you were sitting home and, and locked in or locked down or locked up? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Uh, lock X. Uh, how did you decide to, to, to push forward? What did you do to realize what was important? How did you reshuffle that deck? You know, I feel very grateful that I got the time to wind down. I think it's what I'd been wanting. And maybe a lot of us had been asking for that, you know, like inside, you know, or asking the universe to like, I don't want this hustle. Like, how do I get out of it? Well, you know, the world kind of did us a big favor, at least on my part. And, you know, as much as people were suffering and people were sick, and that was a little scary, of course. Um... I felt so blessed to be at home and to feel very comfortable. And sure, there were, because then I'm with my mom, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's some challenges, of course, (laughs) with the old, you know, an old Korean lady. And, you know, (laughs) we don't always speak the same language. That's Um, a sitcom right there, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right, right. (laughs) But um, and then also like I was I was with my partner and we had broken up during the pandemic and and that was oh thing. I'm sorry to hear no I, that was okay too oh that was great good to hear ooh awkward times no I you know I feel like it's a little bit of, little of survivor's remorse it seems like you know even though it, we understand that people were hurt and injured those that had a creative shift or understand what they want to do like myself I was never a podcaster but this pandemic put me in that direction there mm-hmm. is a bit of like. Is it fair that I found what I wanted to do during this like uncertain time? And I don't right. know how, how you did it, but to me, I always ask myself that question pretty pretty often. Yes, I know. Yeah. I know. I do. I do feel very uh, well. I don't want to. Oh, feeling so blessed. I mean, that sounds ridiculous, <laughs> but uh, but I do feel um, very grateful that um, I get the opportunity to you know live here and and do what I want and that kind of stuff. Like it, it yeah. feels good. It feels really nice. And then you know, also in the in the beginning when we had the lockdown, I would go hiking and see families hiking. You know, I would see dads with the kids and the four, you know, like four or five people out or whatever, like out on the trails, which when did I see that? Never, you know, you, I wouldn't even, you know, you'd see a random person like, but not with their whole family and kids out. And to me, I was like this, I hope everyone is really taking this all in. Yeah. You know, we're like, we all, we've all had this opportunity. We're having an opportunity to actually shift. And I'm, not in this wasn't in a super big rush to have it go back you know and just be like let me get back out there no like wait a second Yeah. yeah we've shifted like let's take this you know let's do something with it 
so back to your performing. I mean, has how has that been changed post pandemic? Do you look for open air things? You just go, ah, we're going back to where we're going. Uh, how often do you go? What's been the the mix? Um, both, both. I mean, I feel like for me, for producing shows, I I do look for open air um, venues. I am looking for places that will do outdoors. And that's because a lot of people that come to the shows, I mean, are older and and there's legitimate concerns. And so, you know, maybe as a comic, we're a little more willing to take a chance and be in the room. And, you know, a lot of people did get COVID. A lot of comics got COVID and God, like, I feel very lucky I never got it and I never had to bring it home to my mom or something like that. But, um, you know, people that were sick, like I just thought, oh my God, God forbid that happened, you know? So yeah, yeah. I, I took some precautions. I took a lot of precautions in the past, like where I'd wipe down mics all the time, bring little mic condoms and try to, be, you know, like yeah, yeah. keep that distance. But now I feel like I'm a little more willy nilly and that's not good. That's I kind of the same boat. I mean, I, I, my mic stuff comes from the DJ side now, because even though I am a comic, I haven't got back and I get made fun of my friends for doing it for not going back yet. But as a, as a DJ, I had the wipes, I had everything else. I wear black gloves and handle microphone, but now he's kind of like, eh. <laughs> it's right. weird. It's weird. I, we should get back on it, to be honest with you. Um, but let's talk about the shows you produce, right? Hot Medusa Comedy. It's, it's yeah. really much a brand, if I say so, here in Southern California. I mean, how's that journey been for you, starting a show, seeing it grow and all that? Oh, thank you so much for asking. Um, well, so I started out with a couple friends. I'm with Anagret, you know, she yeah, was part sure. of it and, yeah. you know, the loveliest girl person. Yeah. Um, so sweet, right? Yeah. Um, so I started with Anagret and another comedian, Mary Bouquet. And so the three of, well, we actually started with four and then it went down to three. And then for a like while. Disney's child. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. And then for a while, it was just me and Mary. And, um, it just has had different evolutions, I think, um, with different people being involved and maybe the vision. And then I think over the pandemic, uh, everything's about the pandemic. Yeah. I, you know, uh, what do I say? Well, I, it's hard to say anything. Like, I don't want to be like controversial. So I'll just kind of say that we just decided to part ways sure. and, um, I like I like a lot of inclusivity. Not that Mary didn't. I'm sure she she wanted every <laughs> like it doesn't. It's like this is very hard for me to talk about with it. Difference of opinion. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So um, you know, I I feel like I've got a really solid audience, and it's fun to do, and I love having all this all these great comedians from LA and beyond. And and I did a ton of Zoom shows. You know, I did a lot. Like wow. Yeah, so that was actually really cool. And um, I put them through flappers just because that way it gave it a certain, you know, they sent out emails and made it seem like it was like a professional hosting platform. Professional Zoom, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that does count. I mean, I did a couple of Zoom shows. It's a different piece altogether. So I am totally in, in awe of those that are able to do that deftly because I I, I floundered because it's, I guess I want that feedback. Let me know if I suck. But if, if, the, <laughs> if the screens are off and the mics are off, you're like, uh, yeah. And the Zoom claps, the first time I got a Zoom clap, it, it tripped me out. For those who don't know, it's when they like uh, unmute and mute the microphone so it blinks. And then you're like, is that good? Is my computer fried? Like, I didn't know what to, how to do that. So props for doing that for during the time when people want to comedy the most. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I, You know, when 
when when it started out in the beginning it was really hard because mm -hmm. we didn't have it down and then the delay and if someone's talking or the zoom bombers there's like so much to over overcome but at the same time i'm like look why not just keep trying and make it better you know and keep doing it yeah. so i did i persevered and it made me write i feel like it made me think so you know otherwise i i mean i really could just have edibles and lay around <laughs> all day i really can sometimes you just need to do that anyways so that's okay good point yeah. how do you see uh, having to do so growing now to this new iteration the modern iteration where do you see it expanding or growing at all Oh, gosh, I don't know. You know, I wish I could say as a producer that I could be like this major, like badass baller producer. I don't but I honestly, I don't know how this is going to go. I mean, I like doing it. I, I'm not really I don't know. I like doing it with other people. That was kind of like part of the fun. And then now that I'm doing it by myself. Well, sure, I get all the yay for me, but <laughs> I don't know. I really don't. I don't know about the future of it. I do feel like it's a brand and I do feel it's a cool thing. So it's not something I want to give up on, but I don't yeah. know what to do to make it, you know, like push it forward. Yeah. And, and I don't want to spend all my time producing, like producing True. is its own thing. Yes. And I am a comic and I feel like I'm a comedian first. So I don't want to lose anything. Not that I have so far, but I just, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot to produce. What's the name Hot Medusa mean? Well, um, you know, Medusa is uh, from the Gorgon sisters. It's Greek mythology, and she yeah. burns the turns the people to stone. <laughs> uh, Just the guys, apparently. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the ones that need to be. Hey. <laughs> So, uh, you know, it just was kind of a fun spin to have hot on there. Like, uh, you know, just it's like fun and uh, uh, spicy, I guess. Oh, fair enough. I just, I'm always curious about the origins of stories. You know, we're talking about the origins of New Amsterdam before we went live. And there's always a cool, like, imaginary thing behind it. You know, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, uh, and it was the three of us. So, like, it started out with the, these, the three, um, well, we did have, I always say three, but we did have four women to start, but then it went to three. And with the name and the sisters, and there were like the three Gorgon sisters or whatever, it just seemed like it was kind of very fitting. Yeah. It's I, the merchandise alone ideas. I can think of those like right? get myself a Medusa mug. It'd be great. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I know. I I need some Medusa kitchen magnet. So I, I got to make that happen. <laughs> Coming, you heard it here first. It's coming soon. Uh, well, you're you're also an actress, and I want to touch up on that just a little bit because I I actually sat and watched Gentrification. The other you day. did, I, oh, I did. Remember after the interview. So talk to you about them and how that call was. And so I was like, hey, look, short film pilot. We need you in there. Uh, oh my gosh, was it definite. Uh, well, uh, the main character Crystal Bayer is a good friend of mine. We were in acting classes years ago. And then, uh, so she pulled me in on that project. They, they actually wrote it for her, the, the writer, producer, they were in love with her and rightly so. She's adorable and so sweet. And um, she's trying to make things happen for herself. And then, you know, she just, she thought, oh, I would be perfect for this ball busting boss. And uh, I had a lot of fun. It was a good part. I, you know, I had a good time doing it. What, was it like an insight? Oh, of course I could be ball busting. Or was it like, you think that of me? Like, how did you? <laughs> how oh, no, you I'm, I'm like, I'm like, yes, I can do it. Well, here's the thing about that. So okay. 
I play, sometimes in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm so soft. I can't, I'm just, you know, I don't know where that comes from. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> right. I don't know why I think that because, I mean, sure, I'm not like just walking around like bulldozing people, but I'm also not only this little flower. Right. So, so um, sometimes, I don't know, I have these ideas in my head, like, oh, I'm not type. Well, okay. Okay. Now I'm thinking of it because I have had acting teachers that have said I was too soft. I had oh. a very specific acting teacher. Uh, God, back when I was, and I was starting out, like it, it was, you know, same thing, like 2009, something like that. And he had yelled at me in class, you're too soft. Yeah. And so once you get that and another teacher had said, like, you're not type A enough, you know, you're too much of a beta. We need to get you into alpha. And so um, I just feel like sometimes these people misread me or I'm have, you know, if it's at the end of the day, I've worked all day and now I'm in acting class. Well, I'm also tired. And yeah, maybe I'm a little soft right now. Right. So, you know, I, but I don't necessarily roll like that. So I don't know. To me, it was not hard to play that part. I thought it was real fun. So in your acting career, what kind of roles do you usually do? Or what ones you seek out? Like, what's the ones that make you go, oh, man, I could totally sink my teeth into this? Um, well, I do like parts like that, you know, that maybe are um, opposite <laughs> to how I think I am or how people have told me I am. So I, I like really tough you know, like detectives or ball busters or leaders. I like those kind of roles. Yeah. And um, I think it's, I like to play strong women, you know, like I just think that is, um, that's fun. And maybe I can give it a spin that has depth of not just a one dimensional strong woman thing, you know, like that's yeah. a, a lot of times women end up, if you're tough, then that's, I don't know. Then there's not other sides. And I do like to play parts that you, you know, you have a vulnerable side too. Because all three dimensions. Yeah. 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 Do you have a like a acting bucket list? Kind of like a, before I stop this thing, I want to do this, that, that, you know, uh, Marvel, Marvel movie, uh, I don't know, body on a horror film. Like what? <laughs> well, you know, I'm not too much into horror films. I have, I did do a short film once and it was a horror film and they did like end up like, you know, here, here we're going to suffocate you with this bag over your head and we're going to, you know, like, and I, you know, you do all the stunt work and I'm like, oh, this isn't cute. I don't like this. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, with, with any um, list of songs you want to do, roles you want to do? I'm sure, Marvel, yes, of course. Like, who doesn't want to do Marvel? You'd be surprised. I'm like, oh, no, I am a real actor. I'm a real thespian. I don't do Marvel films. Oh, no, I'm not real. I'm just giving that. <laughs> Give me that. I'll take it any day. Right, um, right. You know, yeah, actually, I love a superhero thing. And yeah. so if I could do, I, you know what? Also, I love, I love the idea of like playing a mob boss, which I did in a short, um, it was in a web series called Get Spy. So it's on my IMDb also. Um, and gets by, they had season one and season two, and I got to play this mob boss and it was real fun. You know, yeah. like that kind of a role I think is um, like, if I could get some new Kill Bill going or something like that, you know? Yeah. What kind of mob? Was it like running numbers? Was it like organized crime? Was it, was it, it like was true crime? Low, low budget organized crime. Super. Okay. <laughs> so all yeah. off screen, our yeah. voices are in trouble. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> That's exactly. Well, oh, like they were, it. they were uh, trying to steal some Russian spy, uh, some, some, uh, I don't know, documents from Russian spies. Russian spies. I got to check this out. Get spies, what it's called. Yeah, it was I fun. I'll check it out definitely after this one. Because <laughs> I wanted to see the mob bossery uh, of your work. Yeah, uh, please. If there's such a thing uh, as an off day, how do you spend it? Mm. Off day? Like, just, you mean chilling out or something like yeah, that? nothing oh. got to be done. No work. Just you being you being. You know, I love a day at the beach. I love to, um, like, bring a little picnic and just, you know, go in the water a little bit, lay around. It just have it be so mellow. And uh, the sound of the water, breathing in those negative ions or positive or whatever. Yeah. Whatever you're supposed to be, it's just so refreshing, you know. Can you teach me? Because I live three miles from the beach and I can't stand it. What? <laughs> I, no, I, I just can't. I, the sand gets everywhere. It gets in your toes. It gets in your your trunks. It gets in the car. I just ah. It's definitely about the sand for sure. But maybe yeah. what you need to do is go go to a beach that has like the mountains right behind you, like backing you right up. So that way you kind of get a, into a little alcove and you can, you know, you jump in the water and then you've got, it's not like you've got, sometimes I think if you're just at the beach and it's just only sand, it's too much. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know, mm -hmm. you know, like I need a little mountain. I need a little mountain behind me. Yeah. You heard that Huntington Beach too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Maybe, oh, Huntington Beach. Maybe it's because it's, oh, I'm sorry. Right, right. Hey, we put the e-tag if you want to, you know. I am not yeah. going to to you. Uh, but, you know, I, I always ask that question because I feel like there's there's people that, like, make sure they unplug completely. There's those that say, no, I do, like, an active work or a passive work or do, like, two hours a day. I don't know how you approach that kind of thing. Oh, no, I can be I, – I'm so good at being mellow and doing nothing. I'm too good at that. I'm yeah. super good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I could go to a museum all day. I could not think about comedy – and then I'm in trouble because, because I need my, like, sometimes like you need your brain to be like on and active and being like uncovering all of these nuances. And that's a different kind of a brain than the chill beach day brain. And um, yeah. I like the chill beach days. And, and and one is trying to do the other. How do you stop it? Like, let's say you're working and beach brain's like, yo, bro, it's been two months. Like, how do you go? Shut up, beach brain. I got this thing that's right. Oh, I don't ever say shut up, beach brain. Now I feel like a jerk. I'm so, I'm oh, sorry, no. I didn't mean to be so harsh. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, beach brain, you're safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to do a disclaimer before this episode drops. Uh, so, uh, it's, it's As we record this, is October 2021, and we're talking about the pandemic kind of being ending, hopefully, crossing fingers. Hopefully. Yes. Uh, what what does the next year look like for you personally, professionally? I know you got Hopper Deucer going, but any other things in the fire you want to mention or talk about? Um, yeah, I mean, I've just, I keep getting booked on some really great shows. Um, like, for instance, Nicole Denise has got, um, I'm on this great homie highlight show that's at the end of the month. It's uh, October 29th, and it's going to be on a sunset rooftop. I think that's going to be a great show. She's such a badass producer. I mean, I... There's a lot of women producers out there right now, like her, Mistress K, um, Maggie. She does. She did this jam in the van. There were so many good comedians on it. So I feel like 
I've been really lucky that people have been wanting me to be on their shows and, and, you know, I'm trying to put myself out there for those too. So, yeah. you know, um, more of those and being with women who support and trying to create this great vibe and family and that kind of stuff, you know, yeah. I like just supporting more people and getting supported, all that kind of good stuff. If I can get like, you know what? <clears throat> what I would really like to have happen for next year is like have some kind of uh, like a special on Amazon. Like that would be Ooh. like a really cool thing. So I don't know. I'm just putting it out there to the universe. <laughs> sometimes you got to, you know, sometimes you got to make that, you got to see the landing spot before you jump. Right. And then find yeah. the target. Yeah. If, if someone's listening right now, and I'm a big fan of, of this, of like the, the mantras and maxim, my mind is always make your hometown proud. Do you have something you use to help you push forward? Or are you working your projects? Are you taking the next step? Mm, I don't have any particular one thing that I use. You know, I, I do, a, I've done some hypnosis and I look at YouTube videos and I'm always looking to have positive thoughts and have thoughts about um, putting myself out in the world in a way that like I'm about positive change, you know, and, and bravery because sometimes I'm putting myself out there, but like, there's a line of bravery that I feel like it, where I want to go that I haven't quite gotten there yet. Like I'm yeah. slowly taking the baby steps towards it. So, um, yeah, more of that, you know, but so, yeah, I don't know. What's the mantra. That's what is the mantra? Hmm. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't really have one. I don't want to just make it up for right now. <laughs> you know? No, that's right. Sometimes you don't have it. Got to be real and true to yourself. So if you're listening right now, be true to yourself. That's, yeah. I totally co-opted it. I apologize. That's two things I messed up with today. Uh, <laughs> no, so no, it's like, yeah, no. I, I appreciate you being on the show, just hanging out here, seeing your methods, your craft, your process. Hot Medusa's doing big things. I want to be on the show, probably in the back, looking over like, oh, I know that person. Uh, but if anyone want to connect with you, contact you, social media, how they go about doing that. Yeah, social media. Instagram's the best. I mean, you can look me up under my name at Suwan Weaver. You can also look at Hot Medusa Comedy Show and Hot. Um, either, but under my name is like really where I have like stuff that's like happening for me right now. So, yay. so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours.